right, welcome to a fresh episode of the Breakfast Pizza Podcast. We've had a little hiatus here. A little layoff action. Yeah, so uh, joining me is Lucas. Yeah, we are, uh, what did we say, the catch, uh, hot out the oven? Is that the catchphrase? Yeah, hot out. It's been so long I forgot. Hot out, straight out. Yeah. Fresh out. There we go. Some adjective out of oven. (laughs) (laughs) Spicy out of the oven, whatever you want. Um, Yeah, that works. So we're a little delayed on this because, Lucas, you've been building a lot of decks. I mean, really just one, but but yeah. Yeah, so deck business is booming. I'm a little late today, too, because I had to fire my lawn service. (laughs) This is going to sound like the most dad thing ever. Yeah, I walked outside. I walked outside and I looked at the grass and went, they just mowed it. My neighbor's yard's grass is shorter than mine and they mowed three days ago. It's like they didn't mow it close enough. And then I walked around. They didn't even weed eat. Ooh. Like there's just tall grass sticking up all over the place. And I was like, that is bad. So I just called. I, called them they didn't answer so i sent them a message to their facebook page and just said hey like i'm done not doing this i can do better than this (laughs) and they said thanks for thanks for your business i said if you guys could weed eat you'd still have it Um, (laughs) so i had to go out i bought myself a a mower and we went we went high class here right I mean, Did you buy yourself some Air Monarchs to go with that mower? So I bought myself a nice Honda self-propelled lawnmower. Okay. I've never had a self-propelled lawnmower, right? So growing up, parents, big yard. We were 48-inch cutting deck, riding lawnmowers. Pretty much that's what we had. Yep. Had a small house, small yard. Bought the cheapest Troy-built push mower they sold uh yards a little too big for the cheapest troy built push mower they sold i did use it for like a season and a half when we moved to our new house and uh that was bold i'm telling you what it was rough because <laughs> it, it was like a three in one where it said it would do mulching but it didn't really do mulching yeah so like it was a mess it was awful horrible i bought this self-prone mower i have to say People that complain about mowing with a self-propelled mower are like people that complain about walking golf with the automatic golf caddy thing that like hauls their clubs around for them. That's a good comparison. Like, it's not the same. Like, you're just walking. Yeah, like, but if you're picking up your bag and lugging it around all day, that's a different kind of walking and playing golf. Sure Um, is. But no, I have not got my Air Monarchs or my White New Balances. Um, I have been wearing an old pair of running shoes that have transitioned from running shoes. They're now my mowing shoes. Um, I still got to get the echo weed eater out and get some there trimming done, but we're, there you go. we're back in the lawn, lawn work game here. There, I have mine desperately needs cut, but nobody well, pays me to p- cut my yard. People pay me to put decks together. So, yeah, I did have a picture of my wife put with the mower, so might be your next play um yeah i don't think that's 
That, that may fly at some people's houses. That don't fly over here at the Jarrett household. Well, speaking of things that don't fly, Julio Jones is not flying <laughs> in Atlanta anymore. He has traveled north to Nashville. Or you could say he has flown the coop. Well, I mean, I mean he's no longer a Falcon. He's, he's no a longer Titan, a Falcon. So that's he's no right. longer flying. <clears throat> All right, stand, that's fair. I, I said what I said. Yeah. And I said it. Yeah, that um, makes more sense. I agree. Yeah. After hearing yours and hearing mine, yours is better. <laughs> well, thanks for questioning me to start with. Um, but Julio Jones is traded. He no longer plays for the Falcons. Plays for the Titans. So he will join Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry. King Henry over there. Um, That's pretty good. It is really good. Um, I don't think it moves the needle a ton for Tennessee, though, if I'm honest. So their problem um, wasn't receiver. Right. right. They don't throw the ball very much. All things considered. I mean, they depends on who you compare it to. But if you're comparing it to the other top offenses in the league, like they right. don't throw it as much. A uh, receiver wasn't their problem. Um. So it does sort of feel uh, like they had Corey Davis, who's not really a true number one. This is definitely an upgrade on Corey Davis. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, um, I still think Julio's very good. But here's the thing. I This boggles my mind. It was a second-round pick and a fourth pick to get Julio and a sixth-round pick. In what world is he only worth a second-round pick? I don't know. People people trade players for dirt cheap to me, it feels like. I mean... Like, good players, some, like Julio. Like What is that? If you were to get four years out of Julio at just below the best he's played, yeah, that's more than you're almost ever going to get out of a second-round pick. If you get B-plus or A-minus Julio Jones that's way better than a second round pick. Yeah. I do think it moves the needle a little bit more because that's always been, so their defense is eh, like, it's not great. I think it'll be a little bit better this year. They've made some good moves, but it's, can they keep up? Like, yeah, I mean, these other teams are going to score. It this gives them a them chance score. to be able to throw the ball. It gives them a better chance to be able to throw the ball and stay in the game. But, if they're throwing the ball a ton, they're struggling as it is. Right. Um, <clears throat> I mean, their their main thing is to run the ball. Passing is their number two. Right. right. And speaking of number two, that's the number that Julio's going to wear. Ah, oh, there we go. Um, and so, th- go ahead. So this was my question because we didn't talk about this last time. And I've made a comment about wide receivers no longer wearing the 80s numbers, which I thought was ridiculous. Like, just that's what you're, you're a receiver, you wear those numbers. That's right. Um, but now no one has to wear any specific number. Like, it can be anything. Well, I guess the line, offensive linemen probably still have to stay in the 50s, 60s, 70s. I think there are still some limitations, but a lot of them are gone. But by the way, no one wants to see a left tackle wear a single-digit number. Number 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 three over there playing left tackle for some reason. Yeah. Get him out of here. 
Uh, I'm not a fan. I'm not either. Like for receivers, I mean, I guess they're already they're already shying away from wearing the eighty numbers, anyways. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's. I think I've thought maybe this is just because I'm a Cowboys fan. Wearing the number eighty eight, and I think this goes for most organizations. There's got to be some pride in yeah. wearing that number. Yeah. And I just don't think most guys have it. Yep. I mean, 88. Um, I mean, I think I think of receiver numbers. I think 86, Heinz Ward and Pittsburgh. Obviously, like, yeah. But Lynn Swan. Or I 81 mean, or 80. Like, those yeah. are all. Great receiver numbers. 84. Come on. Historical great receiver numbers man yeah. you just i want to see a number 80 or an 88 or an 86 well, or whatever on my team on the field well you won't have one on your team on the field but if you want to root for my team we have one and he is really good wow. cd lamb he came out and said uh get your popcorn ready <laughs> he did say that um uh, i loved it i thought it was awesome um i don't hate it I, 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 I hate it because he's plays for Dallas, but for no yeah, reason. Yeah, so uh, Jalen Smith is going to be number nine this year. He was 54. Uh, nine was his college number. So he chose 54 because five plus four equals nine. He made a big post about it. I don't know. Is that the number of missed tackles he's going to have a game? Maybe. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, it just it feels gimmicky to me. I don't know. It feels like college, and I don't want to watch college football on Sunday. I want to watch professional football. Yeah. And uh, before we, I was going to say before we, this just popped in my head. Do you the back circling back to Julio Jones thing? Did you see the Julio Jones interview with Shannon Sharp? Oh on, yeah. Uh, do you think that was real? So uh, Julio Jones came out and said he had no idea that he was on. So here's what happened. From what, from my understanding, yeah, Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones. He did. They were live, like they were record. Yeah. They were. He on never the show. told Julio that they were live and on air. He didn't on the phone. Like he, if he did, he had to tell him previously because he just said, right. "I'm gonna call him." Calls him. Yeah, he did not. Julio had no idea he was live. <sighs> he says what he said. Gosh, um, Atlanta is a two-way consent state for recording mm. so they did not have two-way consent fox tried to completely bury that entire <laughs> video like that entire like it should have been like the greatest thing that fox sports has done ever ever and it just like nope just we're done we're not talking about it because it was illegal yeah so uh that was a really wild situation it was. For I, those of you who don't know what's know, going though. on, Julio says, like, Shannon Sharp calls him, says, hey, what? there's rumors about you getting traded, man. You going to be in Atlanta next year? And Julio just goes, man, I'm out of there. I'm out of there. Like, on national TV. Didn't know he was on national TV. Right. Uh, within a week gets traded. Yep. I mean, people were... People were recruiting and trying to set, get their teams to go get Julio pretty much this entire offseason anyways. Um, yeah. 
it's a it wasn't a big deal. I mean, like the Titans. Yeah, I don't I don't think it made the trade happen. I was just like, what a wild scenario that was. That was crazy. I I kind of think he had to know. Right. That was like. Yeah, I don't know. I really so I kind of, I kind of think of it as uh, the beginning of the off season. Um, uh, who was the Kyle Van Noy, uh, the linebacker that played for the Patriots? Then he went to the Dolphins. He got cut, mm-hmm. and then he's back at the Patriots. Um, he had just signed a deal, and then they told him that he wasn't going to be returning the next year. And he sort of took it upon himself to go let everyone know that he wasn't going to be in Miami anymore. So then they had to cut him. I don't know that their plan was immediately. We want to cut him because maybe they could trade him, get something out of it. But that he sort of like, if everyone knows you're cutting him, who's trading for him. Right. You've destroyed all leverage. So I kind of think, Julio had to know that was going on. And he said it to force it. Like, like you got to get rid so of So that was now. my thought, too, is like, if he was in on it, uh, he he really did kind of force it at that point because the jig is up. Like, no more. There's no more uncertainty. It's like, no, he's not. He's not going to be in Atlanta. He's getting traded. So now you know what's going to happen. Um if anything, I don't. I, I just think it sped up the process. I don't think it made it happen. I just think it sped it up if it did anything. But it was pretty crazy when I saw it. I was like, "Holy, what the? You can't? How did? But what about? You can't say that. And what? What? How did Shannon? What in the? Yeah, I was just really confused. Yeah, it's okay. Most people are when they watch that show. Um, yeah. Like, how did I get here? Why is this on my TV? Um, and what is anyone saying? <laughs> oh, was uncalled for. Um, <laughs> I think that's all the NFL news. Yeah, really, that was about it. There's not much. OTAs have started. Everyone's saying how awesome everyone is. I think Trevor Lawrence threw two pick sixes. Um, <laughs> Jordan Love is not looking great. Uh, but that's compared to the MVP quarterback they had last year who may or may not be there this year because they were mean to him. I think that covers it all. We got it. Yep. Thanks. So, um, the next board up is golf. <laughs> now, Here we uh, go. Lucas, your birthday was Sunday. It was. What, yeah. what was your birthday score? Uh, 73. That's horrible. Pretty good. Pretty good. I, I took three penalty strokes 90. on the back nine and that there's the three strokes. I was even, I was even par through whatever it was, 12 holes. And then I hit one OB and, uh, took two there and then took another drop on the 17th hole. It's pretty upset with those three penalty strokes, but, uh, it's good in the water. Uh, nope. On 17 woods and weeds yeah. 17 way left way left Ugh. big snap huge hook Ugh. have no idea where it came from uh, your legs got tired <laughs> i know where <laughs> it came from was. mine comes out a lot um but that is, that is not my uh that is not my miss 
normally, but boy, was it a big miss. Well, speaking of a big miss, uh, Morikawa had a big miss at the memorial. Yeah. I mean... He had a he had a straight whiff. Which, by I the mean, way, I have done that <laughs> countless times. Like, when you get in that thick rough in these West Virginia-style golf courses where it's just the grass, and, like, the ball sort of settles halfway down in the grass. But it's not to, on the ground. And you got to hit a little flop. And you get to the ground, but the ball wasn't there. And you go yep. completely under it. Done it a hundred times, but I'm yep. not a professional. Um, <laughs> the funny part is, like, he ended up tied at the end of the round and went to the playoff. You don't have that whiff. Probably not tied. Yep, um, no playoff. Lost the playoff. He did lose the playoff on, I don't a mud ball. <laughs> mud balls, man. There's, yeah, those dirty balls will get you every time. <laughs> um, Tread lightly now. <laughs> I, that's all I was going with. Um, but all of that was set up just because John Rom had to withdraw from the tournament because he tested positive for COVID. Oh, yeah, because he so, had it in the bag. Oh, a six-shot lead going into the final round, and he was playing lights out. Unbelievable. Couldn't miss. He had a hole-in-one. Yeah. He was great. When when do you have a six-shot lead and a hole-in-one? That's what, like, usually when people get holes-in-one, they're not leading the tournament. Yeah, there's some, like, they barely snuck in on the cut. Right. Make a hole-in-one. Hey, at least something decent happened. Woo-hoo. Go yeah, home. Yeah, that's, that's usually how that goes. Yeah. Um, But what was... And if I remember this correctly from watching what they were saying, he was part of their uh, contact tracing from someone else that tested positive. So he voluntarily entered their contact tracing program for the PGA Tour to get mm-hmm. tested every day. So he voluntarily did that. I think voluntold to do that is probably the more correct way to say that. I would imagine. Um. And then he tested positive on Saturday, had to withdraw right after he walked off the 18th green and shook everyone's hand. Yeah. Which makes me laugh. Like, did they have to enter the contact tracing protocol? Um, They also said about 50% of the tour has been vaccinated. And after that incident, they expect that number to go way up. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, the dude had the golf tournament won. By the way, that's millions of dollars. Yeah, no, that hurts a lot. Yeah. This isn't like an NFL player missing a game because of COVID. This is a golfer missing a winning check. Yeah. The FedEx points that puts him in the FedEx Cup. I mean, it's so big. And he's out for two weeks. It's just that is that's a massive so rough. Thing. I feel so bad for him. I really do. I do. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. Um, the other thing that happened at the memorial is there were a lot of players or fans, sorry, that got removed from the tournament <laughs> by a uh, 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 a certain mad scientist. Mad scientist. I 
So I'm about done with it. So if you don't know, <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau was on the course, and him and Brooks Kepka have had a little beef for a couple of years. Um, it came to a head after the PGA Championship when Bryson DeChambeau clacked his metal cleats on the pavement right behind And whispered, him. started on the right line. Yeah, to Brooks as he was in the middle of an interview. And Brooks gave, like, the most legendary eye roll <laughs> in history and just said, I can't do this. Like, I just... Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, he was just Cut so the done. whole interview off. Like, he was so done. Uh, oh, my God. I've never seen anyone more fed up. By the way, Brooks Kepka played the entire PGA Championship basically on one leg. Yeah. Like, he can't, uh, like... He's got to he do squat a half down to read split, putts. bend yeah. over to read his putt. Yeah. So maybe that's why he couldn't start on the right line. Um, <laughs> so he wasn't even at the memorial. Yeah. Wasn't even playing. Um, he was actually at the uh, Mayweather-Paul fight. Yeah, he was. Uh, but anyways, he, there were a bunch of fans whenever Bryson would hit a bad shot, which seemed to happen a lot this weekend. Uh, these fans were yelling, yay, Brooksy, go Brooksy. Yeah. Way to go, Brooksy. Let's go, Brooks. Yeah, uh, which was hilarious to me. And then uh, the most of those fans were escorted out. Yeah, his caddy, Kepka. Bryson's caddy and Bryson are pointing them out. They're getting escorted out by security. Whew. And then... Uh, Brooks put out a video saying, "If you uh, if your weekend was cut short, uh, send a message to Michelob Ultra and we'll send you a free case of beer." Yeah, and which He's is like, just even better. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, that whole rivalry is going to be awesome to watch. By the way, rivalry might be a stretch. Brooks Kepka has five majors. And he almost wins every other one that he didn't <laughs> win. Yeah. Like, and this can't even be a conversation on who's the better golfer, because it's not a conversation. You certainly can't argue who's who's had more success. Yeah. Brooks, yeah, I mean, is, Brooks is way, way ahead. It's not close. Yeah. He just shows up at majors and gets top tens. Yep. Like it's nothing. Yep. Every time. I mean, Bryson won the U.S. Open last year. Impressive. Which, Good for him. Do those count? What do you mean, do those count? U.S. Opens? The COVID majors. Oh. Yeah, they count. I, so, more call is PGA Championship. The U.S. Open with uh, DeChambeau. Yeah. And so, the one that I definitely don't think counts... <laughs> is the Masters win from Dustin Johnson. Which, by the way, I love the Dustin Johnson one because I love Dustin Johnson. It was in It was in October. Yeah, that's the one. That, that is not. If any of them have an asterisk, that's the one for me, too. So, yeah. And then, I guess this is... So, Phil won the PGA Championship this year. Yep. Set the record for the oldest man to win a major championship. Mm-hmm. He can go at the best, get second place at the U.S. Open, ride into the sunset, and go on what are the, the Corn Ferry Tour or what's the uh, Charles Schwab the, Cup? Tour, the Champions Tour. Champions Tour. Whatever yeah. they change the name of those things all the time. The Corn Ferry is now like the 
the minor leagues for the PGA Tour. So like, that was the nationwide, then the web.com, and then and now it's Corn, Corn Fair. Fair. I can't keep up with them. By the way, web.com sounded like the dumbest thing ever, so I'm glad it's not that anymore. <laughs> uh, it did. It sounded horrible. What is web.com? I don't it know. Sounds, it makes no sense. but I'm sure that company doesn't exist anymore because they wasted all their money on this uh, minor league golf league. Um, but so out of all the majors, and talking about the Dustin Johnson Masters, Let's rank the major tournaments Ooh, on I importance. Like so let's go with which one's the least important or the least impressive. Um, maybe mm, for me, it might be the Open or the eh, probably the PGA. I maybe mean, it's the, the PGA. PGA. The Who PGA. cares? Probably like, PGA. It is the most useless. Like, I care more about who wins the players than the PGA. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't quite say that, but it's close. There's not a very big gap between the PGA and the players. So I think they go to too many courses for the PGA. I so I don't mind the swapping of courses myself. I kind of like it. Um. But it's just, I don't know. There's no buzz around the PGA Championship. None. So the PGA Championship, for me, is 100% the worst. I would agree. Um, so, and the next two, for me, could go back and forth depending on what courses they're at. Uh, they do not go back and forth for me. Clear. It's So you would have Open Championship as the third? Yes. My caveat is when it's at St. Andrews. All right. I would agree that that does add. Like, that definitely adds to it for me. That makes it better, more fun to watch, um, more interesting. So, I think it's because, like, every Tiger Woods game, you always played at St. Andrews. And I know every hole at St. Andrews from Tiger Woods. The road hole, the 18th, like, yeah, Yeah. just. That, that, That puts it near the top. But the rest of them, I don't care. <laughs> like it's not, it's never anything. Uh, Carnoustie. That's a great course. I mean, yeah. they 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 play them all at wonderful courses, awesome courses. But right. I the U.S. Open. I don't I like love when the they, U.S. Open. I do. I don't like when they play at uh, what's the course near D.C. The Colonial. That's the one where Rory won by like thirty shots. <laughs> I one really like the U.S. Open. After he snap hooked in the Masters, yeah, I so, really like the U.S. Open though. I do too. Um, I would like to see them narrow the courses they go to. Uh, there was one they went like in Seattle. They played up in the Upper Northwest. Um. Uh... So my other big gripe with that is Fox has the rights for the U.S. Open and their golf coverage is pitiful. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's horrible. <laughs> like, if I don't have Jim Nance call, yeah. like, I don't want Joe Buck calling the U.S. Open. Hello, friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's golf. 
Yeah, so I would agree for the most part the U.S. Open's better than the Open Championship, except when the Open's at St. Andrews. I can understand that. I don't know that that makes it leapfrog for me, but I get it. I love that the U.S. Open is just so stinking hard. Like yeah. they always just find the like Beth Page Black or Winged Foot or uh, Shinnecock, all these places that are just Tory Pines, just ridiculously tough. Like par is a good number. I love seeing that. Yeah, um, I I do as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, but if you talk to someone, even if you talk to professional golfers, winning an Open Championship is amazing. Winning an Open Championship at St. Andrews is better. Yeah, the old course. Yeah, I think I think there was one person that had two Open Championships, and said they said they would trade both of them for a win at St. Andrews. Yeah, and it, it just means more. That makes sense. Yeah. But the best is the Masters. Un, not close, undisputed. Because you know every hole, you know what holes are coming up. You can look at the score. And you know exactly what could happen. Yep. The drama, it's amazing. That's Magnolia the best Lane. One. Yep. The Azaleas and Amen Corner. Oh yeah. Pimento it also cheese looks. It and looks friends. Yeah, it does. It's so perfect. It looks unreal. Like yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's the Masters by far. Yeah, I agree. I think that's definitely it. Um. Was there anything else? Golf. We touched on Phil Mickelson. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because I don't like Phil Mickelson. <laughs> uh, uh, the only so, other thing with golf is Ricky Fowler missed the cut today or missed the qualifier for the uh, U.S. Yeah. Open next major. He missed it by a stroke. And uh, there is now a push for the exemption that was originally going to be given to Phil to be given to Ricky Fowler. Now Phil doesn't need it because he won the PGA. There, uh, there's a little bit of a social media buzz around trying to get that exemption to Ricky Fowler. Man, Ricky has struggled. He has. I feel so bad for him. I love Ricky Fowler. It almost feels like the his career, it it hit its peak, and it's on its way down. It does feel like that now. I am waiting for a Jordan Spieth-like resurgence. That's my hope. Yeah, but here's the thing. Those guys are all so good. Yep. I mean, Kepka, Spieth, Johnson, Thomas, even Jason Day still gets in there every now and then. He is real good. John Rahm, uh, Zonder Shoffley. Like these guys are good. More Very good. Yeah. Like this is good. not this is not the old days of golf where there was one or two guys. There's a lot of guys. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever see anything Tiger like ever again for a for a few reasons, but one of the reasons being everybody's so good now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Bryson will ever win a real major championship. <laughs> he won the U.S. Open. It was a COVID one. It doesn't count. It counts. At no. worst, it has an asterisk, but it definitely I mean, counts. It definitely does. I You do notice that how in these tournaments when the fans start coming up, these random golfers that fizzled to the top during COVID 
or not there. Fizzling right back down. Fans come back. Rory wins again. I love watching That's Rory McIlroy play golf. I do too. Oh, oh it's so wonderful. Him and Brooks Kepka in the same group, they literally, they don't look at it. They just get up and start hitting the ball. Yeah. It's so fast. It's great. You don't have a tape measure out to measure the putt to determine how far you need to go back when you're putting stroke like Bryson yep. does. Yeah. As we were playing golf on Sunday, my wife, Olivia, was with me. And we get, I don't know, halfway through the round. And she goes, I think I might stop taking practice swings. She's just learned how to play. I was like, yep, sounds fine to me. She's like, okay, well, I was just, I didn't know if that would work or if, like, I should take practice swings. I was, and I said, well, how many have you seen me take today? She goes, um, none. I said, yep, don't think you need them. Just hit the ball. <laughs> Love watch McElroy. Love to watch Kepka for that reason. Yeah. Uh, McElroy has slowed down a little bit from when he was first in. He has, but he still plays relatively quick. Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of quick, Lakers had a quick exit of the playoffs. Praise God. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, Get them out of here. So, I mean, uh, it's. Get them out of here. Next year. I'm so happy. Um, Next year. No, that's it. But here's the deal. There's not really a whole lot to talk about in the NBA. Because in my mind, I've seen what I needed to see. The Nets are the best team. Yep. It's not, and it's not close. Nope. You're absolutely right. The fact that James Harden, the player that he was in Houston to the player he is in Brooklyn, is so night and day. It's amazing. It has. I've been really impressed with him, actually. I do not like James Harden. I never have, really. So but. I didn't like Houston James Harden. This one, I could get behind. Um, I like this version better than the Houston version. For and sure. for that reason, like I was looking at it like, man, like you think about most valuable player, I think he might be the most valuable player on that team. Yeah, like, I know Kevin I Durant's hear an great. For that. Like, I know all that. But, you know, I mean, uh, what's his name? Already won the MVP. Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. This chubby white dude. I love it. It's just dominating. I love it. He can't run. He can't jump. He <laughs> looks like me if I was seven foot tall. In the sense of, like, this chubby white dude who has no athleticism. Love it. Yeah, he... uh he does not look like he's a great basketball player. And then he's out no. there and no one can stop him. Nope. Uh, it's wonderful to watch. It really um, is. But it doesn't matter because the Nets are just so stinking good. Yeah. I mean, they're amazing. Uh, on on the MVP thing real quick, I saw Derek Rose got a first place vote for the MVP from the fans because apparently the fans get a vote. Can we please stop letting fans vote on things? Fans are stupid. Yeah, can we? Why do they have any sway whatsoever in the MVP? Why do they have any sway in the All Star game? They shouldn't have a say in any of that. They shouldn't. They're ridiculous. This is all ridiculous. Stop letting the fans vote. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you don't let the fans vote, then it's just the sports writers. And they're just as dumb. Better than the fans. 
It's better than the fans. Derrick Rose, first place MVP. Are you kidding me? The Knicks were in the playoffs, Lucas. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Jiminy. Christmas. Uh, by the way, the Hawks. Trey Young also playing very well in the playoffs. Yeah. I will not root for him. No. In any way, because I don't like him. I can't get over how ugly he looks. I know that's mean, <laughs> but gosh, I can't. It's not that, it's not that mean. He does It looks look... like he shaved his dog and glued it to his head. It's terrible. Is he the one? There was one player. I think it was him. That like made a big shot and he's like strutting down the court, like banging his chest. I'm built different. <laughs> I don't know if that was him, but I want to think it was him. Built ugly. <laughs> um, man, we have flown through these sports today. This, I guess this is what happens when I make a list of what yeah, we're going to we talk about. Stick to it, but yeah, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets are going to win the finals though, and it's not for sure. I uh I I like Giannis a lot, maybe even more than Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant is embarrassing Giannis thus far in this series. He is clearly showing how much better Durant is, how much better he is than Giannis, and yeah, probably like... he's demonstrating that he's the best player in basketball, and it's not that close. I think. He's the best one left in the playoffs. Mm. He might be the best player in basketball. You're going to take the King's crown? Oh, it's definitely not LeBron. It's Durant or Curry. LeBron's not even close. Not right now. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Not, not at the moment. Like... Is he the greatest I, of all time? I am Probably. Sick of, all right. So, all the LeBron soft things. Well, he is. Well, that's the way the game is now. It's not just him. It's it's not just but, him, but it's a lot him. Yeah, he's playing the <laughs> game. That's how they play the game. Uh, you. Not I don't everybody. Like, I don't like it. Not everybody that's what plays doing. it like that. Go down to Miami and find somebody who plays it like that. Oh, Hero was trying to get a practice foul <laughs> shot in earlier this year. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. What are yeah, you talking like, about? Uh, so there was a foul, and he was at the free throw line, and there was like they were waiting for a player to come in or something. And like he pulled up and shot, like tried to get like a practice <laughs> free throw in, uh, and they counted it as a miss. And oh, like, that's what unfortunate. Are you about? Um, it was, but that's not soft. That's just stupid. There's <laughs> <laughs> a difference. Uh, um, not everybody plays it like that. And if you're gonna be, if you're gonna claim to be the face of the league and the greatest of all time, which again I think he probably is, please stop doing that. Stop flopping around, stop throwing yourself all over the court trying to draw fouls. It's annoying. You make everyone look bad. Stop. They need to stop calling it. Stop calling the fouls. I agree. I don't know who's calling it. But the refs are. I know the refs are, but what I I don't know what they're doing either. I but you can't blame LeBron James because the refs keep calling it. I can a little bit. 
a little. It's excessive. Stop. He's not a great actor. No, he's not. It looks you, so right. cheap every Do time you remember he does it. But when Paul Pierce played for the Celtics, oh my lord, I know where this is going. All those stupid three point, like oh, let me fall into you while I throw one at the basket. Which, yes. by the way, everyone does. Yeah, everyone. That's yep. so much garbage. It's horrible. It's a, it's a little gar. I don't I hate that as much. If you're jumping into the person with some floppy looking shot just to get a. A foul? That's just as bad. Eh, I don't know that that's just as bad. It doesn't matter what you think. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's as bad. And yeah. it was just. It's I mean, annoying. I get it. It's not great. But. Um. Well, we have time, so. Yeah. We're gonna talk a little baseball. Let's do it. This is really out of out of left field. Yeah, out of our depth here. So. Uh, we don't. Give us the a old, wide The birth. closest we've gotten to talk about baseball is when I told my McFlurry story after a softball game. That's the yeah, closest. Yeah, that, that is about as close as we've come. Um, but this Otani guy, he is awesome. He is awesome. He's he, good how, at the baseball. How are you one of the best pitchers and one of the best hitters in the game? Like, what do you this is it's amazing. Babe Ruth like yeah. stuff, except it actually counts because I mean, not that Babe Ruth stuff doesn't count, but like, I mean, the uh, athletes was, weren't quite so what that they was, are. That was a, uh, uh, I can't remember who it was, the comedian that said, uh, they won't, they won't put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. They want to put an asterisk beside it. And he's like, fine, you got to put an asterisk beside Babe Ruth. Because he got to set records before black people were allowed to play. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's funny and a good point. Yeah. So, I mean, but this guy, he is electric. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know how long you can keep it up. I can't believe he got this far. Um, Like. So... At least a few weeks ago, I saw he was leading the league in home runs and in ERA, I think, or strikeouts, one of the two, like major categories yeah, for pitching. I, he's one of the best pitchers in the league. And there's been a bunch of no-hitters this year. There has um, been. And in a recent press conference, Garrett Cole, formerly <laughs> a pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates, now for the New York Yankees, was asked if he used spider tack, which is a foreign substance that's tacky that pitchers would put on their fingers to get more grip and more spin. Uh, he did not say no immediately, <laughs> which means yes. <laughs> so it seems that after years and years and years of having super exciting baseball where all the players were juicing with steroids and knocking just balls into outer space that was fun to watch we now have pitchers that are cheating and making the game absolutely boring to watch uh we need to fix this yep um i and i think it was an espn guy after he saw the video the news press conference he's like first of all he did not say no which means yes <laughs> the second question is how many other people were using it? 
And the answer is probably about 90%. Yeah. And it's like, oof, <laughs> that's rough. So they're going to be like patting down pitchers when they come to the mound. Yeah. They, I mean, they got to. They got to stop that. Also, and this is this drives me nuts. Pete Rose can't be in the Hall of Fame of baseball because of the integrity of the game and yada, yada, yada. The only news that comes out of baseball is when someone cheats. They're all cheating. <laughs> Let him in. <laughs> Who cares? They're all cheating. Yeah, Pete Rose is... Sorry, I get on that tangent because uh, yeah, I, Pete. Ro- I think Pete Rose should probably be in the Hall of Fame, considering some of the other people that are in there. And although I'm glad they haven't let the steroid guys in, even though I'm sure there are guys in that have used steroids, but uh, a lot of them probably. I mean, the commissioner that continually blocked black people from playing in Major League Baseball is in there. Yeah. But, right. I mean. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I guess you just set your priorities on what you think is more important. Yeah. Baseball um, confuses me a little bit. It's a game of integrity and yet nothing but cheaters. And it's, a, I mean, yeah, what are the biggest I, stories that come out of baseball in the last 20 years? It's, uh, Houston Astros using the yeah. buzzers to beating on trash cans. Yeah. And the steroid air. Like those yep. are the biggest stories in baseball. Yep. No one, like, that's it. I've always said, let them juice. If they want to do it, let them do it. <laughs> they want to damage their own health for my entertainment. That's fine with me. <laughs> that right there is an all-American take, if hey, I've ever heard one. I was in third grade. Every single kid had a Big Mac 25 aluminum baseball bat in Little League. Every kid had their Rawlings baseball glove, had King Griffey Jr. or Mark McGuire's signature in the palm of the glove. And those guys were just jacking bombs. And it was the most fun that I've ever had watching baseball. Yeah, I would agree it's fun. but That or uh, the Red Sox in the early 2000s. Yeah, boy. Um. The bloody sock game. Like, oh man. That was awesome to watch. David but it was awesome because it was was the team that has a curse and can't win beating the team that always beat them. That's what was fun about it. And then they did it over and over again. And I love watching the Yankees lose. Yes, I do too. It's so satisfying. But what made me a Red Sox fan. Yeah, I'm not really any fan at this point. Like, I'm just so done with all of their garbage. <laughs> I, it's just, it's ridiculous. Like I, there are some people that got sick and tired of the NFL for whatever Anthem or whatever stuff they wanted to get upset about. And they said, they're not going to watch it. I'm sick and tired of all the baseball, stupid stuff. And I'm not going to watch it either. Yeah. By when I say I'm a Red Sox fan, I mean, if they were to win, I'd say that's my team. Name. I have one no player. idea what their record is. Name one. I have player no on idea who plays for them. Yep, I I don't have any idea. I watched them more closely before Ortiz retired because I love David Ortiz. Did love David Ortiz. You can't touch me in a home run derby with David Ortiz on like MLB 09 The Show or anything in that area. 
So you speaking can't touch of me. speaking of video games, and going back to what we started this with, lawn okay. work or building decks. There, so I've seen the game before, and I just thought it was a complete joke. There's a video game called Farm Simulator. Have you seen this? Uh, I've heard of it a lot. I haven't seen it. All right. So, like, I was on YouTube and ran across a video of the farm simulator mowing with a Kubota zero turn in the rain. And it was literally a guy mowing grass. A video of him fake mowing grass on a video game. It had like three or four thousand views. Oh, what? <sighs> Who? By the way, I watched the entire thing because I couldn't turn it off. Does no one have anything to go do? There's no... What? Oh, man. So, like, the video started with, he's like, oh, here's this mower. I got to take it out here so I can clean it. And then, like, takes it out and then has a pressure washer to clean it off. And then loads it on his trailer, drives across the street, starts mowing grass. And I went, this is something that people do? Wow. Like, this is just, like, people do this in real life all the time. Yeah. Like, I just did it a couple minutes ago. Wow. By the way, I got some nice lines back and forth. It looks real sharp. Well, good for you. You are you are evolving into more of a dad every day. Yeah, it is true. Like I I'm not even ashamed about it. Like I am proud. <laughs> I'm proud at how much I enjoyed mowing the grass. By the way, if you're not shoving the mower through the thick grass, it's not as not as bad. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I got a riding lawn mower and uh I don't like mowing my grass, though. I don't like doing it. I've got other things I could be doing that are more fun or more productive than mowing my grass. But, gotta mow that grass. I don't know. I thought it was wild that this farming simulator thing is... Oh, it is. That's crazy. So big. Like, there were videos that just popped up, like... um, I think I looked up a video of, like, the top self-propelled mowers when I was going to go buy one because obviously I was going to research what I was going to buy, um, which it was a waste of time. I knew what I was going to buy. I just wanted someone to tell me that a cheaper one was better, which didn't happen. Um, <laughs> like I was looking for the review that said, don't waste your money on this one. Buy this cheap one. It's just as good. But that didn't really happen. Um, and like it was top truck mods for farm simulator 2019 top tractor mods cow mods cow mods yeah you can buy you can buy a pasture and you can put cattle in it and then you dump feed in and you water them and then they give you milk and manure and you can mod your cattle i guess so that they produce more (laughs) milk I didn't watch those videos. I just watched the one wow. of the guy mowing on a Kubota Zero turn in the rain. Wow. What? But, is... like, you can build structures, too. So, like, you can build sheds. And I, 
honestly, wow. I can't tell you why this game exists or what the point of it is. But for some reason, I really want to play it. So <laughs> oh, no. Can, so that I can virtually mow grass. Oh, no. Just because I think it's so dumb. Don't do it. Don't give in. Uh, don't do it. I don't know. Can you like multi? Is there a way to do lawnmower races? Can I suit mine up and race other people? I do that. I just I get in on some lawnmower races. I just play I'd, Mario I'd race my lawnmower right now. My lawnmower is pretty fast. I got out in my garage. I'll race that puppy right now. Uh, that reminds me of the what were the lawnmowers that uh, the American Chopper guys built one like a motorcycle for. <laughs> Like I have no Dixie idea. something. They had like a I, 22 horsepower motor for each rear wheel. Beautiful. It went like beautiful. 40 miles an hour. Zero turn. That's Six fantastic. Foot deck. Five foot, whatever. Beautiful. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So we went through lawn work, NFL, golf, basketball, baseball, back to lawn work. Yeah, virtual lawn work. Virtual lawn work. I I still can't believe it's a thing. Yeah, those two words don't go together. At all. At all. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes no sense. Like, the funny thing is, these people probably live in an apartment and don't have a yard to mow. Yeah, that's probably... Ac- Nobody who actually has a farm is playing Farm Simulator. I promise you that. I, I'm going to ask some some people that we know that have farms. Uh, Good luck with that. I'm going to ask Seth if he yep. would play this Farm Simulator game. He would say, why? I'll just go yep. farm. Yep. He's like, I'd just go into the barn right over there and get the tractor and cut the grass. Why would I do it on here? Yeah. I mean, that's why uh, he was in the hayfields this last weekend when I was on a dirt bike. Yeah, his tractor's probably got air conditioning in it, though. Yeah, it does. It's nice. Yeah. That's that's not what I have mowed grass on. <laughs> we also don't have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of round bales to put up. You know. I don't know. Based off how they mowed my grass last time, they were going to grow to bale hay. <laughs> You could bail mine because I only cut it every other week because so I don't like what's funny it. is I talked to my neighbor and I told him, I was like, yeah, we fired the people to mow our grass. He's like, I was going to say they mowed your grass and mine was still shorter. And I mowed like three days before you. Like, <laughs> I was like, I know I noticed that was one of the reasons I fired them. Yep. I'm glad you, so. I'm glad you also noticed the crap job that was done over here. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh, did you also see where they just forgot how to weed eat through here? <laughs> by the way, they, they also massacred a family of bunnies by my daughter's playset. Good Lord. There was a burrow of little bunnies. And like, oh. we went out to the playset and just noticed like, oh, look, there's a baby bunny. And then looked to the side and there's two of them decapitated. Oh. And I was like, what? Like, all right, let's go inside. <laughs> oh. And, so, like, we went inside, and then we went somewhere, and I was like, oh, I need to go clean up those bunnies the next day. I went back out. They were all gone. Something had come and taken care of them. 
nature is on its course. Yeah. So, uh, but they were like clean cuts. I was Dang. Like, just not paying attention or purposefully murdering bunnies. Like maybe they might be high. They might have a serial killer mowing grass for them. They might. Cause that's, never know. that's some disturbed stuff right there. Who, who just goes around murdering bunnies? Who chops up a bunny family? I don't know. I wouldn't feel right after that, man. If I chopped off a bunny family, I'd, I'd maybe I'd that's why crap. the rest of my yard look like crap. Yeah. Cause it just shook them up. I don't think that's it. <laughs> Because he weed-eated before he mowed. Oh, yeah, never mind then. Ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah. And they got one of those big ones that you stand on, and you stand behind and just pulls you around. But, like, it's like the blades weren't sharp, so it was just pulling grass instead of actually cutting it. So it looked looked awful. I I can relate to that a little bit. I, I mean, my blades aren't real sharp. Because I run over every stick in my yard because I don't pick them up. But uh, so I will say, my wife did go out and she picked up all the dog poop in the yard with the pooper scooper before I mowed. That's dedication. While I was mowing, that's just she, good fertilizer. Yeah, I don't know, but we gotta get ready for a birthday party and a bunch of kids running in the backyard. I don't want all their parents yelling about them having poop on their shoes. Let them learn. Look out for the piles. Watch where you're stepping. (laughs) Dude, I've let that dog outside and it pooped five times. Dang. Right right in a row. Just like, oh, I'm going to poop here, poop there, poop here. Poop all over the place. Wow. And Also, I just had... Go ahead. Right at the bottom of the steps. Oh, that's nice. So, like... Way to go. Way to go, dog. Yeah. I had a I had an existential moment there where I was like, "What what is this podcast becoming right now? Where are we?" Yeah, I mean, how I, did I, we get here? <laughs> we had time to fill. Like we normally go like an hour, and yeah. we just flew through stuff. Yeah, we really did. I had some good transitions. I felt good about it. You did. We moved well. I mean, I'm I'm not upset. But now uh, here we are at bunny slaughter and dog poop well, i mean it was lawn work i just i still can't believe like they decapitated the bunnies and they just <laughs> left like it was nothing <laughs> uh, i never saw the bunny's head i never found it wow that's pretty rough that's pretty so, rough yeah explain that to your four-year-old daughter I don't. I don't want to. Fox and the Hound was hard enough. Dad, <laughs> where's the fox's mom? Well, the hunter went hunting for the fox, and well, why did he have to kill it? Well, that's what you do when you go hunting. You see the deer on the wall? I didn't catch it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. My uh, my wife was trying to explain to our. Uh, four-year-old nephew tarzan the other day and he was asking but like that's not his mom like when the gorilla takes tarzan in Livy's like yeah i know she's and uh my nephew's like well where is where's his mom like well 
his parents are not around. They died. And so now she's taking care of him. It's like, well, why? It's like, well, because her son died. Like her, it's like, oh, a lot uh, of. It's a Disney movie. Everyone's parents are dead. Yeah. Get used to it. That's just how they do it. That's how every one of them starts. Parents? Nope. All right. Well, I think we have successfully wandered. <laughs> we have veered successfully off track. Yeah, we, we've gone a long ways away from sports. Hey, we um, covered some ground, though. This is good. We're showing we're multifaceted. Say we're that not again. a one-trick pony. Or we're multifaceted. Faceted. Not a one-trick pony. Faceted. Faceted. That's what it is. There's multiple facets to this show. It sounded like you were going to say fasteners. <laughs> Those words are very close for me. We got a screw over here, bolt there, 16-penny nail over here. Multi-fasteners. Um, that yeah, would be huh? multi-faceted fasteners, is what that would be. Or multi-faceted fastening. That's what that would be. Well, I think we're just going to call it the end of the podcast. Yep, this is good because we're <laughs> we are doing Ricky Fowler's career here. We're just uh, oh, down, yeah. down, 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 down. Yep. Um, yep. So I think that'll do it. Uh, we do appreciate everyone that listened to yeah. all this. Um, yeah, boy, if you made it here, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you made it here and you want to see me get the farm simulator game and stream myself mowing grass. <laughs> let me know. We still need to play some golf, stream it. I We still need to just go play golf in life. Yeah, we do need to do that too. We'll stream that too. I this The plan is still like, we'll do like some Instagram stories to keep people up to date on yeah, who's winning. We, we who's do losing. need to do that. It sounds like fun. It um, does. We got to do that. Yeah. That's something we need to do, but you know, you're always building decks. Life's busy, man. I'm mowing my grass because my <laughs> lawn people can't do it. <laughs> it just that fired me. I was so mad. It was four inches tall. Four, <laughs> Here I, we go again. <laughs> so mad about it. Oh. All right, guys, have a good one. Yeah, have a great week. Thank you.